0: It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors, Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory.
1: Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at South Bank Legal, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Homes Team, and Bethel University Adult and Graduate Studies. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life and if today's topic applies to you it's all about taking great wise steps i'll tell you more in a second my name is mike bernard i am your host and i'm also one of the certified financial planners on the show thank you so much for being with us here with me in the kfg studios my business
2: partners and friends kevin corhorn and josh gregory well mike you were alluding to a movement that's underway specifically amongst younger generations, that's bringing a new approach to one of your biggest financial goals. I'm talking about the FIRE movement, okay? It's driving some people to completely rethink everything in their financial lives. If you've never heard of the FIRE movement, we're going to tell you all about it today so you can decide whether or not it's right for you. That's coming up along with your questions today on the Wise Money Show. It, it's not stop, drop, and roll. That's right.
1: Although, that is what you should do. <laughs> But we're talking about a different fire movement. If you have a question, 574-222-2000. Call or text 574-222-2000. On social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, just search Wise Money Radio. I'd encourage you to, if you're not following those, uh, following us in those areas, please do so. Sub, subscribe, like, share, all that sort of stuff. And lastly, wisemoneyradio.com. You can submit questions right there on the right. You can catch up on previous episodes. You can catch out. You can catch the blog as well. All sorts of resources right there. wisemoneyradio.com. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you, I hadn't heard of the fire. Movement, Cindy, Cindy watches HGTV occasionally when I can convince her to not watch a Hallmark movie, and I'm usually on my iPad, you know, totally wasting time or hopefully reading or something. And, but I had seen this thing about a tiny house, and that was kind those of those intri- are pretty cool. That actually. was kind of intriguing, although you know, just financially to to go on a tangent, you know, spending sixty grand to really make this. Tiny house, awesome because you can't have a a junky one. Um, To resell it, I don't know what the resell value is on those things. Maybe it's good, but I thought, okay, well, buying a house for 115 that you could later sell for 120 versus making a tiny house for 60 that you'll kind of destroy and you won't be able to sell. I don't. Anyway, anyway, anyway. But there is, like Josh said, there's there's kind of this radical movement happening. And, and the acronym is FIRE, because in finance, you know, we, we apply acronyms to everything. There's an acronym for acronyms, probably, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so FIRE ha- has kind of, has caught fire among a lot of people, and it's actually harnessed around an age-old sort of principle in pursuit, and yet it's got its whole a- a- an entire movement around it right now. So first, before we go further, what, what are we talking about? What is FIRE?
2: Well, so FIRE, as you said, is an acronym. F-I-R-E stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. So this is essentially a movement amongst people who say, you know what, if I cut my spending aggressively enough and live more frugally than most of my peers, I may be able to create enough saving capacity in my life and invest aggressively, I might be able to build up enough resources earlier than anybody might normally imagine and have complete freedom from work in my 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. So, this is not uh, this is not something that uh, most people are pursuing because a lot of people think you, you may have just heard me say thirties or forties retiring at that age is that even possible without doing some dot com startup and selling your your company for a gazillion dollars? But there are people who are trying to pull this off right now, and uh, they are. I, I love that you brought up the tiny house movement. Uh, the thing I love about the tiny house is there's no room for excess anywhere they have multiple purposes for everything that fits into the house they think about every single detail and they're designing their house and that's really what people in this fire movement are doing they're designing every little aspect of their financial life because they have this pursuit of freedom early and
1: it's about um, yeah being frugal living far below what your peers would live and, and taking that money and saving it setting it aside and then if you and guys, I mean, if you're if this is sounding familiar, it's stuff we talk about on the show all the time. It's just applied and packaged in a different way. Um, but it's finding a way to live with very little excess in your finances, so you can save up a lot, and then you actually don't need a ton saved up because your lifestyle is pretty stinking low anyway. So, so real real quick, I mean, initially. It was radical and it took my brain a little bit to kind of accept it and then sort of embrace it. Not for myself, but I mean, embrace it as a financial planning strategy. But initial reactions or opinions on just before we dive in, but initial thoughts, reactions, opinions to this.
3: Well, I love it. it (laughs) Fire again... Financial independence, retire early. I think you can be financially independent without being able to walk away from your job. And it, we've, totally. we've talked about this idea of having margin in your financial life. If you create decent margin and you love what you do, what what else is there? I, you know, I've seen folks that have retired early and then just kind of floundered. I mean, they're, they're not short on money, but they are short on purpose. Mm-hmm. And so they, they struggle to find something meaningful to do with their lives. And I think, no, if you can find something meaningful to do with your life, we were made to work. And you say, well, I don't want to go work for the man. Well, then go work. Do something
2: important. Ch- change the world. Fix the world. Do do something meaningful. That comment you just made really stood out to me. You said we were made to work. We were designed to work. Um, you know, in, in my, I don't want to get preachy here, but in my Bible, that was one of the first gifts given to Adam, a job to do in the garden. And it wasn't a curse at that time. It was a gift. But that's my worldview, right? That's Mm -hmm. my values. I believe that work can give us a sense of purpose in life. It can give us satisfaction. And, yes, it is a way to uh, provide financially for yourself and for your family. But if that's all you're allowing it to be, then, of course, the sooner you can get freedom from that, the better. And so if if my initial reaction, that's kind of what you were asking for. When I first heard about this, I thought, well, why do you want to retire so early? It sure seems like you're planning an escape from something that's awful. Mm. And that is how some people see their jobs, like going to work every single day is awful for them. But what if you could get freedom from that particular job and find some purpose in a different way? Is retirement the only solution to the problem that that those folks are facing? I, I go ahead, Kevin.
3: Well, no, I, I that is the the problem. I I would tell you if you think I am locked in a miserable job, and what I need to do is then make my life. Outside of work, very Spartan and miserable as well, and not enjoy anything. So I, I, I don't enjoy anything at home, and uh, I go to work and I don't enjoy anything there. I would say f- that you, you're missing the boat now. If you, if you're. You know, I think about the gamification of life. If you say, "Look, no, it's the game," I can I go to work. I like it, but what the, the the big prize for me is having enough money racked up to be able to walk away from work and live very frugally. That's that's one thing. But if you are saying, "I just hate my job, but I will grind it out and and trade my soul for money uh, until I get enough of it, and then I'm going to run from that thing," I would encourage you. Um, you it'll it'll be like the U2 song I still haven't found what I'm looking for once you are retired early
2: yeah, it's important. I, what I heard you just say is that it's it's necessary that if you're going to pursue something like the FIRE movement or even retirement at age 65, you need to know why you're doing it mm. because that's going to drive you to make the right sacrifices and have great satisfaction when you take hold of that goal, when you actually achieve it and have success. Yeah. I I Pursuing
1: independence, really, in any area of your life, I actually... I, I think that is a is a is a great idea. I yep. mean, in your finances, and so you're not um, you're not tied to the man or the job or whatever, so that you can walk away. But then having, but then saying, okay, I've done that, accomplished that, and I'm living out my purpose. You know, love love that idea. So, um, in just a moment, we're going to talk about how actually this is the same process. It, it, there's really abs- there's no difference in the comprehensive financial planning work that you need to do, it's just you move the number up. The five factors for retirement that we talk to you a lot, a lot, a lot. It's just you've moved the age up and that's gonna impact all the others. We're gonna break that down as well as talk about four sort of regrets and things you need to look out for if you are going to pursue the FIRE movement. So we've got that and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corehorn Financial Group.
0: This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
1: Are you familiar with the FIRE movement? Financial independence, retire early. The risk, rewards, regrets that come along with that. How do you do it successfully? Is it something worth pursuing? That's what we're talking about today. Thank you so much for being with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name's Mike Bernard. Here with me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. As always, we couldn't pull this off without some great sponsors. South Bank Legal, thank you very much for being with us and sponsoring us. And First State Bank, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you very much. If you have any questions for the show, maybe you're wanting to pursue your own FIRE movement. Financial independence, retire early. Early is a relative term. Early might be 62, might be 60, might be 50. If you have some questions as you're pursuing that or need some help, reach out to us. We'd love to help you. 574-222-2000. You can call or text us, 574-222-2000. Wisemoneyradio.com is how you reach us as well. On the web, you can leave a question there or contact us if you need some help with your own personal financial life and, you're, and pursuing this goal for yourself. And then lastly, all over social media, every episode, you can leave questions, all that sort of stuff facebook youtube and twitter just search wise money radio all right so financial independence retire early that is a movement that's happening and a lot of youngsters love the idea we talked earlier about it seems like an escape and boy that might be the wrong motive Um, what's your purpose in life and and achieving financial independence awesome you know, absolutely, that's that's a worthwhile pursuit. But to run away from something as opposed to run to something, yeah, you got to check yourself there. But when you, when you apply it to personal finance, I can't think of a better reason for needing comprehensive financial planning. I mean, my goodness, if you're going to go after this big, hairy, audacious goal of instead of retiring at 65, retiring at 55 or even 45, You have got to. I mean, the stakes are even higher. You've got to understand how your personal financial life and those implications tie into protection planning, life insurance. What in the world will you do for health insurance? Um, All sort, long-term care insurance, all sorts of things. Tax planning, your investment planning. How should you structure this? Normally, you're saving up for a long time. You can take a lot of risk because you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs. Listen, if you're doing FIRE, you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs, but you're going to be using that money early. So how do you invest? The five factors of retirement are already, they're amplified then. And then estate planning, making sure if something happens to you, the right things are carried out. is so
2: critical if you're going after this. Well, and you might be listening today thinking, boy, they defined FIRE as financial independence, retire early. Most people are shooting for their 30s or 40s in this movement. It's too late for me. I'm already in my 50s. But the reality is, uh, I love what you said earlier, Mike, that early is relative, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you can't retire in your 40s or 50s, and maybe you wouldn't have wanted to anyway. But if you're getting a late start on this goal of being able to have financial independence, what the FIRE movement is demonstrating is that maybe you don't have to retire early, but you can retire sooner. Maybe you can play catch up. There are there are dramatic, drastic actions that people are taking every single day to allow this goal to be achievable for them, and it demonstrates maybe some creative ways that your own financial independence could be achievable for you as well. Yeah, the thing that I love about this movement is it's
3: kind of blowing up people's thinking. Mm Yeah, because a lot of people say, "Well, I could never do that, or I wouldn't do that," and so it's interesting when folks will come in and say, hey, I want to retire at this point in time. And you say, well, OK, in order to do that, you're going to have to do that. Well, no, I've got two more kids that we're going to have to completely educate because we educated their two older siblings. So financially, we have to do that. And so you say, well, that's fine. You can educate them, but you're going to have to push back the, the the retirement deadline or be willing to sacrifice in some other area. And sometimes the the, um, the it's easy to lack creativity in your own financial life. Mm. Kevin, you shared an article. We're going to talk about it in
1: the future on the Wise Money Show about the amount of discretionary spending the average person has. Discretionary. Discretionary. And what what was in that category? Coffee. Not discretionary. That's not discretionary. <laughs> no, no, no. Your cell phone. Your yeah. cell, do you need a cell phone? Yeah. I want to say absolutely yes, but if you're pursuing a big, hairy, audacious goal. No, you're going to rethink, okay, what really do I need? Yeah. And what don't I need? But it goes back to the five factors again. If you're going to move that age up for your retirement, it's just going to influence your options in the other areas. So if you're going to take control of that age, if that's the most important variable of those five in your retirement goal, then you're going to need to spend less in retirement. You're gonna to need to spend less right now because you need to save more. You might need to take more risk. You might need to look at other creative ways of getting income that maybe don't feel like a job to you. And so it's purely, it's the same comprehensive, one plan financial approach that we help people with and you should be doing already.
2: And that financial planning process always begins with having great clarity on what the goal is that you're trying to achieve. And that really is what if you're a believer in the fire movement one thing that we can all say about you is you are focused like a laser beam on what that goal is. You've got we it. may it's not awesome. share that same goal or have that same intensity, but you are focused on it and because of that now you can plan your way towards what would it take to achieve that goal. I remember my very first client. So now it's been 18 years that we've been working together. But Kevin, you remember we've shared this story before. Mm-hmm. They came in with seven years to retirement and really had not started yet. But they were focused on a date that they wanted to be done, needed to be done, really physically. And uh, so we were able to work our way backwards and really... 18 years ago, they were doing some of the things that fire movement people are doing today. They were taking big actions, bold moves that most of their peers are not uh, having. They were sacrificing and they were able to achieve an earlier retirement than maybe what you would have thought on paper. For the right why, that how is, you know, it's pretty
1: easy. It's pretty easy. The other thing I like about the fire movement, we're going to break this down in just a second, but. Uh, I, I, I've noticed this sort of principle early on in my career, and I can't come up with a good name for it. I think I'm going to call it the Bernard Paradox, <laughs> if you guys can support me in this idea. Sure. But here's here's the thinking. If Do we get to describe if, what that means, though? Because so, I've got a few ideas. So, so the, the more you spend, the less you're able to save. But the more you spend, the more you need to have saved up. Okay? The less you spend the more you have to save, but the less you spend, the less you need to have saved up. And so that's absolutely applied. That's almost like doing the math on that, the radio. I was just did gonna say, did that? that's like math, right? <laughs> did, did, did The you catch Bernard that? math. <laughs> you
2: did math without using numbers, good so, job. So it's
1: sort of a, a double-edged sword there, and the fire movement really in, in harnesses the Bernard, the Bernard paradox, if it, it, it
3: harnesses that. Well, one of the cool things about the fire movement is if you live very frugally, you prove to yourself that you can live frugally. And that all of life is a confidence game, but especially your financial life. So when you build the right habits and you get confidence over time and you prove it to yourself that I can do this, I can walk right up to that sale item in the store and walk away from it. I can walk right up to that new 4K big screen TV at Costco and push the cart right on by. Yeah. And and once you once you've proven that to yourself and you've got a pretty decent track record, then then Anything's possible. All
1: right. So we're going to actually then start applying here. We've talked about the FIRE movement enough. Now, if you're considering this or you have a friend or child or someone who's considering this, well, what do you do? And the good folks over at NerdWallet kind of talk to some folks who've tried it and they've got some regrets. They also kind of lay out some risks, but then also some rewards. We're going to talk through those, but I would, I would tell you before we even get into that, if you are pursuing some other, some definition of early retirement and financial independence, or you think your son or daughter is or so on, the very best recommendation is they need comprehensive financial planning. They need it. And if you're trying to be as frugal as possible, you, you might say, I'm not paying for that. I can't pay for that. I've got to cut that. How in the world can you achieve it without someone helping to architect that exact path that you've got to take with, with such high stakes? So if you're pursuing it or or someone you know is pursuing it, strongly, strongly encouraged. They need to go through all six areas of their financial life, get a plan together so that they can achieve that goal. All right, we're going to dive into the four big risk rewards takeaways coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
0: This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
1: How should you attack retiring early? What are some regrets? What are some risks? What are the rewards? We're going to talk about that here in just a moment. Thanks for being with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard. Here with me in the KF2 studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Thank you to Bethel University Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett and her Inspired Homes team serving Indiana and Michigan. Thank you very much. All right. We've been talking about the FIRE movement, and really it's this radical idea, and, um, and it's kind of, as Kevin said, it's sort of blowing people's minds. I would say it's changing their paradigm and they're thinking differently about their financial goals and what approach they should take. And and to me, the approach is still the same, and that you need comprehensive financial planning. But uh, the good folks over at NerdWallet went around and interviewed some folks that have attempted or have done the fire movement to just hey, how's it working? What regrets? What rewards, what risks, what would you tell someone who might wanna blaze the trail after you? And pretty interesting what they, what they found out. Uh, there's four sort of ideas, concepts, principles that they wanna share, and we're gonna break them down to you right now. The first one is a double-edged sword also, and that is if you wanna pursue fire or some sort of financial independence early, the people that have done this already would tell you just remember to have fun. Now that's interesting because the way to achieve financial independence is with delayed gratification. And so, first, I wonder if this is clickbait where they say, Oh, well, it's not that hard. You know, you'll still have fun. And no, this is hard. You're going to say no to a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. But what we were talking about in the very first segment that the first thing before you decide to pursue this is you need to identify what your purpose is in life. If the way for you to achieve FIRE is to no longer coach your kids' baseball and softball games because you're working that fourth job, It's to no longer do any vacations or any trips or any special memories for anniversaries, birthdays, anything like that, because you've got to save the money. If it's saying no to everything just to someday say yes to a couple things, does that really align with your purpose? So these folks have done it and they've said, yeah, I kind of regret that.
2: You should should sprinkle in some fun along the way. See, I, I would also emphasize that fun doesn't always have to be attached to money, though. Sometimes You're fun... Lying. Is, what's that your line your yeah, line i'm lying. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> my kids think it yeah it uh, is always attached to money but uh, you know some of it also is just who you are spending time with as well and you, you know if you're someone who is really valuing health and fitness and exercise in your life you probably need to be hanging out with people who also value that because the fun you're going to have together is going for a run or doing a bike or doing some sort of adventure race together that sort of thing. So to me, this is as much about, yes, having the attitude that I'm not just going to be a miser and hate my life because I'm trying to pursue money and the building of wealth. It it really is about choosing wisely who you're associating with and aligning your values with theirs so that you can have fun together. Hmm. Enjoy the journey, I guess is the is the point.
3: Well, right, and this when we talk about mind shifts and, and paradigm shifts and how do you think about things and what is possible, this what what these folks are creating is is something that we, a lot of people would say, well, that's not really even possible, and it can be the game itself can be fun, and the. You have to look at what you're sacrificing and what you're willing to do to do this. And if you sacrifice the what, in hindsight, become the important things in life—family, uh, community, coworker, whatever it is—and um, you get someday you get the thing that you were hoping for, and you've you've missed the boat. Um, life, a life lived with regrets, is not is not a, this, this great life. So this is where, as long as you have great buy-in from your team, your financial advisor, your, your family, everyone else, and everyone is down with the struggle and willing to make this sacrifice. And I say, yeah, go for it.
2: Yeah. You know, it reminds me of some advice that I got from one of the couples in our family advisory board We have three couples that we meet with on a regular basis They give us advice. We're just trying to learn from their experiences because they're a generation ahead of us. But uh, one of the couples, Mike and Karen, they have always valued vacations as a family. He's a teacher. They get summertime together as a family, and they have some of the most rich memories of traveling, you know, going, not not spending lots of money on travel necessarily, but going to some of the national parks and, and things like that. And he he just made the point at at one point to us that you need to make sure that you don't get to the end of your kids' childhoods and realize that you have accomplished great things in your financial life, but you haven't truly experienced life with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one way to do that is making sure that you carve out time to enjoy family activities, and that might be hard to do if you're just fixated on accumulating money, paying down debt, doing all the financially responsible things, and missing the boat with the, uh, the limited time you have with kids. I, th- in this article, it talks about someone who says this is a regret, and the quote
1: actually says, my, my 30s were a blur. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, what happens in your 30s? I mean, Kuiper learned how to walk. Mm-hmm. Easton mm-hmm. was born. Mm-hmm. You know, we, just some some friends got married. We did some friend trips, and oh gosh, I don't know. Make sure, make sure it's the right, it's the right why. All right. So the second, the second advice or or regret that people would would tell you that have already traveled the fire road is exactly one of the principles that we talk about all the time here on the Wise Money Show. It's one of the five key decisions you've got to get right. We talked about that last week. And so this one's fairly obvious. Get a jump on saving and investing. And so I I think that is sort of obvious. If, If you are wanting to retire or be financially independent, let's say by the radical age of 40, okay? Well, if you're If you're still paying on the credit cards that you racked up when you were in your 20s all the way till you get to 40, if you bought a significant house or something, if you don't have the margin in your life to save, I don't don't know how you get there by age 40. So you've got to have the right financial principles, the right financial habits very early, Mm -hmm.
3: very early in your life and be saving a lot. It was interesting, uh, I went to the Berkshire Hathaway annual meeting this year uh, with a couple guys from work, and at, every time we took a break, they had a ton of questions, and they were asking me a lot of things about the things that Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger were talking about. And I, I was reflecting on that, and I was thinking, man, um, what did your and, – and I asked them. What did your families teach you about money? And they said, Well, not really anything. And I said, Okay, well you guys have gone to school for through seventeen grades. <laughs> so what did what did your educational experience teach you about money? And they looked and they said, really nothing. So it's very possible that you grew up in a great family and went to great schools and you don't know anything about Investing, or how to approach this. So this is where I would encourage you, find a financial planner, make sure they're certified, and figure out how do you get started? Because most people don't know how to get started.
2: Well, and getting started early is not only powerful because of all the time that your dollars can be growing and investing, uh, building, compounding for the future, but it's also important to get get a placeholder in your cash flow for saving capacity so that you don't start spending and getting yourself locked into certain structural expenses things that are contractual obligations that now are you're stuck with for a long time without lots of pain to get out of it'd be better to just avoid those things and and keep enough margin in your life that you actually can build and save for the future i'm talking if if you want to retire at a more traditional age, at least 15% of your compensation needs to uh, be set aside for the long term. But if you're a fire movement person, you're closer to 60, maybe 70% of your income has to be building for the future. That's right. And
1: you got to start early. You got to start that early. All right. We've got uh, two more and a third uh, different risk rewards, regrets for the fire movement. So still a lot more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
0: This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
1: Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at South Bank Legal, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Homes Team, and Bethel University Adult and Graduate Studies. Thank you so much for being with us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard coming to you from the world headquarters of Corhorn Financial Group in the KFG studios with Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. If you've missed anything, I'd encourage you to catch up on what you've missed in this episode and all previous. You can do so a few different ways. Online, wisemoneyradio.com is how you find us. There's a, there's a uh, audio streamer right there you can listen to, I think, the previous 10 or 15 episodes, and there's a link to the full bank of those, so you can listen at work or whatever, on podcast. You can search wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, search Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. That's Corhorn with a K. I know a lot of you are listening to the podcast. I just encourage you to subscribe it. Do me a favor and rate this episode and share it if you'd like as well. That helps us and helps other people find the content. And then lastly, the YouTube channel. We've been, oh gosh, we're nearing the end of the fourth season of the Wise Money Show. We've been Doing the YouTube channel for at least a year now. I can't remember how long we've been doing it. But if you are, uh, if you watch on the YouTube channel, I would encourage you right now to click that little bell below, subscribe to it, to the show. You can easily share, you can post questions, you can post comments, all that sort of stuff. And you'll be notified anytime we upload something new, whether that's just a new episode or some announcements or other content there as well. So, all right, we're talking about what it takes to get on board with the FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early. And we're actually into the segment where people who have blazed this trail before are looking back saying, you know what, I have this regret. I'd give this advice. I'd make sure to watch out for this pothole. And we've already talked about the first two. Here's the third. This is interesting. We sort of already addressed this, but kind of bonus content on YouTube. It says, don't let the haters get you down. So here's what I would tell you. As I said earlier, I mean, Comprehensive financial planning—the six areas of your financial life—tying it all together, they fit perfectly with this big, hairy, audacious goal. I mean, I don't know how you would achieve this without that clarity. Personally, I just—I don't even know how you would do it. Um, but if you're a little intimidated to go into your financial professional's office and say, "Hey, listen, I think I want to retire at 38 or 45," if you're afraid that they're going to laugh at you, or maybe you've said something like that and they've just brushed you off, you're probably talking to the wrong person. So your financial advisor, your certified financial planner should help you with all six areas of your financial life to champion your goals. And now there might give you some hard advice along the way. They might tell you some things, Hey, I wouldn't do that. I would consider doing this. However, they should champion your goals
2: with you. So don't let the haters get you down. Yeah, it's important that your professionals are in your corner and believing in, in what you believe in. But also, you know I, I got a wake-up call to this point uh, earlier this week, met with a brand new uh, client. They were coming in because they wanted to explore whether or not financial planning made sense for them. And so we we always have a, a free consultation to explore that. We wanted to hear their story, figure out if this is the right time for them to begin. And uh, they happen to be very young and very young business owners, they have a, a business that is really going well and it's thriving and it sure looks like it's about to take off. And he already has his CPA in place, he has his attorney, he has a business coach, but what he recognized he's missing is a financial advisor to pull it all together. And so we were we were talking through what that might look like and it became pretty obvious after a couple hours together, yeah, you're, you're ready, this is time. Even though you're young, you're at that point. Hmm. And um, he, he said as much. He, he said, yeah, this is what we really need. And then he made a comment that I've never heard before. He said, I guess we just have to brace ourselves for the abuse we're going to take from our friends. Whoa. And I thought, wow, what, what do you mean by that? And uh, he, he basically was indicating that they're probably gonna be made fun of for getting so focused on their financial life early on when their friends, maybe family members, are not making that type of a decision. And it, it got me thinking that, you know what, it, it kind of is human nature. I mean, that is the, the nature of peer pressure, right? To try to pull people into the crowd, do do life the way we're doing it, and when you break from the crowd, you look Strange. And sometimes- And they fly- may try,
1: try to uh, alienate you they, as well. They might try to, if, you, if you're trying to climb up, they might try to pull you down.
3: Yeah, think of the crab bucket, right? A bucket yeah. full of crabs. If a crab is climbing up the side and is almost out, the rest of the crabs- Reach up, grab them, and
2: pull them down. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, the point, though, is when you are getting focused on a financial goal that forces you to make sacrifices that other people are not making, you're going to look weird, and they might even make you feel weird. But. That is the nature of achieving something that most people don't, and that is why you know I I will always be a champion for that client to keep on pursuing the goals that they are focused on and maybe their peers aren't. I love the fact that he's getting getting started early, and he's going to have to fight back the discouragement that he gets from other people. I'm mean, still looking weird.
3: Yeah, and uh-huh. and what a what a great litmus test for who are your friends. Yeah, and, yeah I thought about that too. Right. Yeah. I mean, the bummer is you actually you can't. Uh, upgrade your family, but you can <laughs> upgrade your friends. Because if those people are, are not in support of you, they're not your people. All right. So listen to this one.
1: This is also the, the folks that have already achieved their sort of fire. This is the fourth thing that they would tell you, hey, watch out for this. this. We've already touched on it, but it's so, so important. This isn't our words. This is from people who have done it. They said, take time now to figure out what you will do when you get there. What are you gonna do? This is exactly where we started. What's your purpose? Why are you on this planet? What gives you passion? What do you wanna do? And one, one of the individuals in here, maybe it was a different article I read, the guy said, there's only so many times I can go to the gym. Yep. And so, I mean, that's to me, where I'm at the gym at 5 a.m. Gosh, if I wasn't working, that would be at 7 a.m. and that would feel better. But <laughs> after that, then what do you do? What's mm-hmm. your purpose? And so before or in the early stages of blazing that trail, what's the destination?
2: Doesn't it kind of underscore what we started the show talking about? Our our initial concern when we first heard about the fire movement was, is it really just an escape from something that people don't really want anymore, and that's work? And or 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 is it maybe instead a focus on pursuing something that they view to be better you know they want to have freedom with their time to go be able to pursue these certain things but if, if folks who have done it are saying, oh, you know, I got to my goal and now I don't know what I'm going to do, that tells me that their goal was to get away from work and not to free up their time to be able to do this. So I absolutely agree with this, whether you are part of the FIRE movement wanting to retire early or if you want to retire at 70, this, it's still the same pursuit. You have to know what you're moving towards, not just what you're moving away from.
3: And you just <laughs> way to go, Josh. So that is exactly what I was going to say, though. I mean, what am I motivated to move away from? So I, I just got to get done with this job, or am I motivated to move towards? Hey, I have this this freedom that's coming, and these are the things that it will allow me to do. And that's where I think you know. So if it's it, you know. If you're listening to this on a Saturday, hopefully you've got some contemplative time. Most people spend more time planning their vacation than they do planning their financial life. But I would think, don't just plan your financial life. Plan the rest of it. Yeah. Have written goals. Listen to Jim Rohn on the YouTube channel. I mean, listen to some of these people who talk about goal-setting, goal-achievement. I mean, this is this is a an amazing goal and the the if you like challenges this is a great challenge it's not the only financial challenge out there um, but I would say for sure work with someone who is going to be uh, encouraging you and in, in your court
1: alright so here's the plus one so those were the four big suggestions from people that have already done FIRE and here's sort of the plus one and that is embrace the conversation and I, I Kevin applied that well, go
3: ahead, Kevin. How, how would how would you apply that? Well, I mean, that's what we're that's what we're doing right now. We are we started the Wise Money radio show because we want to live in the most financially literate community in the world and we said we're not getting it done one on one. We've got to change the venue and reach a broader audience and we want people talking about finances. A lot of times people don't know how to approach finances, how to talk about it, who to talk to about it. So we want we want on on Saturday morning to get started thinking about something that you might not have a chance to think about during the week. Well said. Well said.
1: All right. I hope that was helpful. Thank you very much for listening to today's show. On behalf of Josh Gregory, Kevin Corhorn, and myself, and all of us at Corhorn Financial Group, have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday
0: for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management LLC. Doing business has Corehorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.